Welcome to So Here's the Thing, where we share candid conversations that lift the veil on what it takes to find success, even if that means sharing a few unpopular opinions. I'm your host, Leili Amati. Grab some coffee or a cocktail, and let's get real. Welcome back to the show, friends. I'm really excited about this topic because it is something that is near and dear to my heart, and it's something that I think not a lot of business owners incorporate and probably should be incorporating for so many reasons, which we're gonna get into, and that is philanthropy. So we're gonna be talking with the incredible Brooke Taylor. She's a photographer who also, this is super cool and I didn't know this about her. She also works part-time as a writer for Junebug Weddings. So if you're in the wedding industry, you are probably familiar with Junebug. So cool, by the way. And looking at your apartment, I'm like, okay, you're totally that aesthetic. Like I get it. Amazing. Anyway, what I love about Brooke is that she really does put generosity on the forefront of her business. And I'm excited to hear about ways that we can all as collective small business owners start to implement generosity in what we do as well. So Brooke, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about yourself and like how you came to really focus on this as part of your business. Hi. Well, first of all, I'm so excited to be here and I'm so happy that you replied to my Instagram rant about generosity. <laughs> I, you know, I, you never know if those are going to be well received or if anyone's going to even listen and turn on their volume. So happy that you did and happy that we can get into it because for me, it really is the only way to run my business. It's the only way that feels good in my heart. And that sounds super fluffy, but I'm, I'm in the wedding industry. So I feel like I can talk about my feelings and my heart, you know, (laughs) but yeah, I just, I worked in the corporate world for about five years before just saying, I'm going to get out there and I'm going to do my own thing. And I think I saw a lot of slimy things that I didn't like. And I, I saw people using generosity for PR moves and it just seemed so inauthentic. And I knew when I started my business that I'm going to, I'm going to have generosity as one of the main pillars of my business. And that's how I'm going to proceed. Yes. I totally love that. And I can definitely relate to being in the corporate world and kind of like seeing the things that you don't want to implement in your own business from that area. And kind of on the opposite end, I feel like I started implementing more philanthropy or any kind of like giving back into my business because I went from corporate to teaching high school to then running my business. And I, I found that we did so many service projects with our kids and our students that it just became part of my life and I really enjoyed it. So I love hearing kind of like where people pick up the things that are important to them. Yeah. So I'd love to hear, like, if you don't mind sharing, as you mentioned, I found, so I found Brooke on Instagram for those, (laughs) those of you who are listening, like what? She just DM'd her because (laughs) I was so blown away. I found her because she did a philanthropy project in Dallas and I live in Dallas. And so I just started like kind of going through and looking at her Instagram feed. And I realized like this girl really does like practice what she preaches. And I really enjoy that she gives back. So I reached out to her via DM and I was like, tell me more about this and come talk to me about it. And so I'm excited to hear, like share with us a little bit about what that looks like for you. Like how do you implement giving back and philanthropy into your business, like on a regular basis? Yeah, I think that's a really great question because there are obviously things like how you found me was a philanthropic thing that I did with Flea Style to give back to 
seniors who couldn't have graduations because of COVID-19 and we're just in this really terrible, icky spot, as we all know by now with COVID. But so I think that there are things like that that we do, the big things, but like you asked, the everyday things that I do, I think it's just really how you you treat your people. And with money and finances and things like that, I really try and approach every client. And I've actually been restructuring my business to do just customized quotes because I think that there are some people who genuinely just don't have the budget. But if I feel like it's a really great fit, I think that there's ways to be generous to my clients and, you know, throw in something extra or make it work for them and really take more of a human approach than this is my business and this is my package and this is what I need. And I think especially for creatives and I know talking to many photographers as well, it's, it's very easy to get in this I don't want to say greedy mindset, but just this mindset of I'm worth this and you put yourself on this pedestal and you very well might be worth that. But I think if you want to run a generous business, you have to think just as much about your client as well. I really enjoy that perspective. I actually didn't even think about that. I'm not going to lie. Like I did, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I was, I wasn't really anticipating that perspective, but I, I, I get it. Like, I feel like that's a really interesting and unique way to apply the concept of like leading with generosity and like leading with giving back, um, which is really cool. I feel like the more common thing that I've seen is whenever um, I'll see business owners who have like, you know, partnerships with, uh, with different charities or that, you know, a certain percentage of each client goes back to like a specific charity or something like that. But I haven't ever really thought about you know, restructuring the way that you would completely do your pricing. Um, so are you, did you say you're in the process of that now, or have you seen that unfold? Like what, what are some of your takeaways on that? I think I've done it, but it's been a, not an official thing. And I will say anytime I've done it, I have, it has been an amazing, incredible experience. I'm not saying go out there and do things for free. I know you did a podcast on that and I have feelings about that too. But I think that, and this is something I was talking about in that Instagram story is if you're going to implement anything like this, it has to come from a genuine space and you have to set yourself aside and set money aside and know that like I'm doing this, even if like you said, um, you're giving 20% of your um, earnings to a certain charity, you have to make right with yourself first and know that like, I'm genuinely giving to this because I want to, not because I have to. And I think that it's like something that's going to bring me more clients. I totally get that. And I think in an ideal world, like we would all obviously work just straight from the heart when it comes to being really philanthropic. I know I see a lot of photographers and, and as we mentioned, we're both in Texas and there's another Texas photographer who ties her business to an orphan care advocacy organization called the Archibald Project. And that photographer is actually, her name is Angela Lolly or Lally. I never, I'm, wow. That was sorry. <laughs> Angie, if you're listening, Angie, I'm sorry, I didn't pronounce her middle name right, but she's awesome. And she actually like publicizes that really clearly now, but she's been as you mentioned, like it's a organization that was very near and dear to her heart for yeah. years and years before she implemented it into 
being like a pivotal um, pillar of her business. And I think that that is so important to, like you said, be kind of like, make sure that it's something that you really want to be a part of and that you really want to do. For me, I, I do have two charities that I tie my personal finances and my business finances to, but the biggest thing that I think I do, I never even talk about. And it's actually, that's why you caught my eye was every year I scholarship to seniors who can't afford senior photos, but nobody would know that. Like, unless you're listening to this podcast, like the girls (laughs) don't know, the other kids don't know, the other girls don't know. And it's off teacher recs. And it's like very, I mean, it's, you know, it's very community based and it's very quiet, which I think that's kind of like where I love that. that. Yeah, no, I love that. And I think that there's, there have been times that I've done that too, to, you know, you are a business owner though. So you can't go advertising, you know, everywhere that you're doing this because then everyone's going to wonder why they didn't get the free one or, you know, whatever it might be. And so, but those are things that it, it makes you feel good and that's okay. Like it's okay to do something just for yourself and to know that I'm being generous and the world doesn't need to see it, but I am doing it. I also think with what you were talking about, about choosing organizations that are near and dear to your heart, I think we're in a really interesting time for that. And I think I've been seeing, and I kind of, you know, I had to take a step back on my own Instagram because it's like, okay, everyone who has a position of, you know, business ownership or has a social media presence, we're we're called to be activists and we're called to support these causes but i think we have to decide you know what is it where can i what aligns with who i've always been and really research okay if i'm going to say that this percentage of my profits goes to this organization i think we need to be able to tell our clients and our followers what what that organization is who owns it why we're passionate about it instead of just making it be something that we do just because we feel like we need to because everyone's doing something. I really love that you brought that up and it, it, it's kind of a tangent, but I want to hear your perspective on it. Yeah. Because I, <laughs> I like, I feel like we are talking at such an interesting time. I'm going to have to like push up the timeline and publish this episode sooner than I thought <laughs> because it's, I, it's so relevant, but we have had so many things kind of come to light this year. And I know everybody kind of hates 2020 and it's like very grumpy about it, but I'm kind yeah. of enjoying like, I'm enjoying the awakening that's happening in other people and viewing yes. them kind of have their eyes opened. Um, We had an episode with my dear friend Akua talking about allyship for Black Lives and for our Black brothers and sisters out there who need our allyship. And like seeing that, you know, a lot of people's eyes open to the fact that there is something like racism out there and like what, where can we support? What are really good organizations to put our finances and our time and our, you know, all of our volunteering and stuff. But like you mentioned, if you do have a platform, you are really being like called to do it in so many different ways and called out if you're not. And so like, how do you navigate that? Cause I know, I mean, you have, you have a pretty great platform on Instagram and I feel like your followers are very, um, they look to you in, in really in a way of influence. And so like, how do you navigate that? And how would you advise people navigate that like in the best way? Yeah, I think, Ugh, I, I've actually had a really hard time with it because when everything came to light, like this is something that I I have been not vocal about, but it's been, you know, 
inclusion and diversity and all of those things that have always been near and dear to my heart. And I think it just, it's spoken for itself. But when everyone started talking, I felt like, okay, I need to say something. And then it just like spiraled. And I, and I kind of went into like, I'm going to get off Instagram for a while because I am someone who likes to know the facts. I like to, I have to process my opinion a lot. And I, there was so much information out there that I didn't know what was accurate. I didn't know what I believed in. And so I think that if you are going to take a stance and you're going to ask people to donate to a certain organization, or you're going to say that, um, that's actually part of my restructuring that I'm doing too, is I want a percentage of my family sessions to go toward human trafficking, but I'm taking great care to educate myself and really, really become an expert on what that is so that when people ask me about it, I have informed answers. And um, I'm also researching what organization, because there's a lot out there and I'm having to think, do I want to do something global? Do I want to do something within the US? Do I want to do something within my own community? And so I think that it's okay to be silent and kind of like, I know that we're all saying, don't be silent, don't be silent. But I think it's better to just go into your little cove at home and business plan away and do your research and educate yourself and then come out with something really genuine and something that you can stand behind and that you know what you're asking your platform to do. That was kind of a long answer. <laughs> no, it was, that was great. I mean, I really feel like what I'm hearing out of that is like, yes, use your voice, but use it responsibly and like yeah. be able to back up what it is that you're advocating for with knowledge. And I think that that's something that is severely lacking. We could take so many tangents with this conversation. <laughs> I know, I know. But I do, I feel like that's something that is so severely lacking. And the first thing that I've been trying to do, I mean, I think we're all quietly doing things. That's the hope is that we're all quietly implementing yeah. new things into our lives. And I know you're on a, a creative sabbatical, I think I saw. Yes. And so I'm sure you, as you've mentioned, you're doing a lot of rethinking and restructuring. I'm trying to go through like, I'll use myself with the podcast as an example. I go through now and I make sure like, does this person support the things that like, are we in alignment, you know? And like, yes. for example, you and I, we've never met, but when I reached out to you, like I knew right off the bat, her feed is extremely inclusive. Like she has a lot of diversity. Uh, there's, I never like I went through and did my research quietly first and then right. made the invitation. And I think that's something that people just don't do right now. Yeah, I, they don't. And it's been super, if you're now paying attention, you see it everywhere and you see it with big brands who put the black box and then didn't do anything to back it up. And, and so I think, yeah, just going back to I mean, the whole thing of philanthropy, it's like, if you're going to stand for something, stand for it. And also you don't have to stand for everything. Like it, you can, you can support black lives matter and have your donations go toward human trafficking. You don't have to have them go toward, cause we could pick a million different things. We could pick sustainability and the planet, or there's so many things. And I think it's cool that, that people pick their own. So don't feel like you have to spread yourself so thin, but instead focus your, your philanthropic giving in one particular area that means a lot to you. 
I love that. And I especially love it because I think that it's a good reminder. What I feel like a lot of people are experiencing right now, and, and you can totally chime in if you disagree or if you, yeah. <laughs> if you <agree. laughs> but I feel like um, there's a lot of like fatigue happening with so many things to care about. And I, I posted something the other day. I, it was a repost. I didn't write it, but it was something about how like you can care about all of these things and choose a couple to like financially give to. Like you don't yes. have to give a hundred percent of everything you've ever created to a hundred percent of things, but that doesn't mean you don't care about them. Like, right. Just, it's okay to care. It's okay to be sad about things. It's okay to feel hopeful about things, but like fight the fatigue I think is like number one. And I think a great way to do that is what you mentioned of, you know, pick and choose like right now proceeds are going to go to this. I'm going to keep reading and learning and maybe later proceeds will go to this. And so exactly. I don't think anyone could fault anyone else for that, but I do think the fatigue is like real. Yeah. Um, so how do you, I, I do also feel that fatigue comes when you do what it is that you're doing, Brooke, which is like sitting and thinking and learning. And the more you learn, sometimes the deeper and heavier it gets. And then human nature, I think, is to want to shut everything off and yeah. not move forward. How do you combat that? Gosh, I feel like that's exactly where I've been. Um, and so I, my answer is a prog- probably progressing and just where I'm at right now, but it has been, it's been really help. It's okay to turn off, I think. And I think that a lot of people, it, you know, kind of the theme of what you've probably gathered is I, I really don't care about money. Like I do, but, and, and I, and I want it to be like, I have a budget and I have an accountant and I want to, I have goals for myself. But when I, I didn't even tell anyone I was going off social media, I think that people have this, like, we have these Instagram things that we do where it's like, Hey guys, I'm going to go off. I need a recharge. I'm fatigued. Sometimes if you're really that fatigued, just go away and, and just, you're going to, you're going to find what really means to you. I think if you just turn off and, and don't put a time limit limit on it, don't say it's going to be three days. Don't say it's going to be three weeks. Like just give yourself the freedom to explore who you are and, you know, research what you want to research or just take a walk. Don't research and just see what naturally comes up in your mind and what you you find yourself thinking about when you're not inundated with constant information. I, I hope that answers your question. I don't know if that was. <laughs> no, yeah, it definitely does. I think just like allowing yourself the time, I think is yeah. the biggest thing that I took away from that. And I, I also like, it reminded me of, do you follow Tabitha Brown? on Instagram. She's, I love her. Yes. I I, love, (laughs) yes. I love her so much. She's like a happy ray of sunshine. She's literally like what everyone needs at all times. Like she's incredible. And again, you guys will, I'll link all of these things that we're talking about in the show notes as always. So Tabitha Brown posted an IGTV the other day, and it was something about how if you are building a house, not everybody is going to be wielding a hammer. She said something along those lines and that like everybody has to have a job. And instead of attacking each other for doing your part, let everybody do what they're meant to do. And so I think that that's a really good parallel to like activism and to philanthropy and to whatever it is in terms of giving back where it's like, we can't all be you know, swinging the hammer and building the house. Some of us need to be laying the foundation. Some of us need to be, you know, like 
organizing the tools. I don't know what it is. I, I, yeah. I wish I had like her Instagram story in front of me, but I just thought it was really poignant. And I, I think it speaks to what you brought up of, of, you know, just like, take your time. You don't have to be all the things to everyone all the time. Yeah. I think too, with some people who might be listening, if they're a new creative entrepreneur, I think it can be a really intimidating time to just be starting your own business and be thinking like, oh my gosh, I need to do this. Or if I don't do this and people aren't going to like me and all of these things. And I think that it's okay in something kind of like with the house analogy, it's like, well, you can be someone that's building a business that says, okay, I don't have finances right now to do this. I'm just getting my feet off the ground. But three years from now, I want to be donating to an organization that is important to me at the time. You know, you can set goal long-term because this isn't, I think that's something else is that people are so quick to snap up with these little generous things, but it's a long-term, it's a long-term thing that needs to be thought about and not just something because we all have a little more time on our hands. So I think that if you're not in a position to financially give right now, you could also give things like your time. When quarantine started, I did free 30 minute mentorships to photographers who were scared about their business right now or had, you know, time on their hands and, or maybe new and wanting to just ask questions. And I had a few other photographers ask if they could do the same thing and kind of copy me. And I'm always, I'm like, yeah, sure. Do it. If you, you know, if you're doing it, if you're doing it without a gain in mind, or, you know, maybe this is a, for me, I was like, well, I'm going to test it out because I don't think I'm very good at mentorship. And like, I'm going to naturally give from this place in my heart. So we'll see. So I think that there's a lot of ways to be generous right now. And you don't have to, like you said, you don't have to be all the things to build the house. I love that. And I really love that. It's, I love that you brought up that it's like a long-term thing because I think we are just in a world of instant gratification and wanting everything to have results right away. And you know, that's just like not how this works. Like there's, there should be very little, I think at least there should be little expectation of the return that you're getting personally by giving something away. Like if it's truly a point of being philanthropic, you want to give. And then like the thing that you receive is like, Oh, that was a good feeling. Like I know that I did something good and that like sits well with me. Yeah. But but approaching it from the way of like, I need instant gratification. I need this to result in like X amount of new followers or X amount of whatever. That's just like not, that's not going to pan out well. (laughs) Right. Well, and, and people will pick up on that. You know, people know when you're being genuine and when you're not. And, um, so I think that being authentic, as authentic as you can with what you're doing and taking the time, cause I, you know, I mentioned the, how I want a percentage of my family sessions to go toward human trafficking. Well, I might not launch that until December, but human trafficking is still going to be a problem then. And it honestly might be even more relevant because the conversation might have died down And so I think that it's totally fine to think with the long-term in mind and not just pop up. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like another one of your messages has just been like, take the time to research it and know what you're putting out there. And I love that. I mean, this is not the intention of our conversation, but I'm so excited about it. I know. I love it so much because I think it's something that people need to hear. And it's something that anybody needs to hear who has and runs a business that is like 
in any way virtual because I think everybody's just like jumping on trends and, and really quick to put up their arms and like to like just jump in without first learning. And I think the root of everything is just like take your time, learn what you're doing and be able to back up the words that you put out there. And in the same token, you can apply that to the philanthropy part of things too, which is like, take your time, learn about organizations and find where you want to put your money and your time. So, yeah. And I think money and time is huge because you can do both. You don't have, you can do both. You can do either just finding out what makes sense, um, for the type of business that you have. And, and also I think asking organizations what they need and how you can offer your services to them, because say you are a graphic designer they might really need free graphic design instead of just a check every month. So maybe there's ways, you know, to help an organization. And especially I think our, like your local community organizations are really good ones to research and find out about because you'll be actually able to see where your efforts are going. I love that. And I especially love it because I think about like I, I, there's an animal shelter nearby that I, that's one of my charities. And I would, I called the other day to see if I could like schedule something. This was the, I say the other day, I feel like pre COVID <laughs> was like, uh, yeah. yesterday, like, you know, yeah. I had set up this huge shoot. It didn't happen because of COVID. But when I talked to them, the, the director was saying, you know, like, oh yeah, well you can, we can take pictures with like the kittens and the puppies, but like, you know, like, let me know what you want. And I was like, well, what's going to help you? What would help, what would help the animals? And she was like, oh, no one ever asked us that. They just asked to play with the puppies and kittens, but we have all these older animals that like, aren't quite as quote unquote cute and Mm. they're never getting adopted. And I was like, well, let's make them cute and maybe people will adopt them. So I think just like having that conversation, Brooke is such a good idea. Like asking, asking them what they need. Right. I love that. And I love that you naturally did that. And I think that those are, I think that those are things that if you're, you know, younger in listening to this or something, those are things that will naturally come with just being in business and working with organizations. But I think it is a really, really great thing to do. And, and I love that you volunteer at a local animal shelter and it, it just seems more authentic too, whenever you do something within your local community that you can go see. Obviously these national organizations are also great to contribute to, but I think that the little, you know, animal shelter down the street is just as worthy of your time and effort and money. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's so much value in, in going global, going national or going local. I mean, I think everybody needs help. So if if all of us could choose one or two things we loved, like how much better of a world would it be? Now I sound really fluffy, but like, this is kind of, (laughs) it is, it is a fluffy topic. It's just heartfelt. I mean, it is, it's so important. And I just don't think it gets talked about that much as, as actual business owners, especially, you know, like our podcast is very much like business strategy and like how to grow your business. But I think this is just as, if not more important. So I really appreciate your time coming in and and talking with us about it. Do you have any, like, I feel like all of this could be an quote unquote unpopular opinion, but I have a (laughs) signature question. Do you have an unpopular opinion on philanthropy and or activism? Since I feel like that's what we've been talking about too. Yeah. I, I think my unpopular opinion is probably just that not everyone is generous and not everyone is an activist and not everyone is going to have philanthropy involved in their business. And, and like, it's, 
obviously we would love for everyone to have that, but if that is not you, like if you're just, if you just love the business and you love making money and, and that's your thing, like, then don't try and fake something that's not you. Hopefully, hopefully you'll grow as a person and, you know, contribute to our world. <laughs> that's maybe unpopular. So I don't know. So hopefully you eventually will do that. But if I don't think that everyone, I don't think that everyone has it in them right now. And I think that there's a lot of people who are think that they do or are trying to, which good job for trying. Like, like really, I, that sounded sarcastic, but I'm happy that you are trying. But if it, if it's not there yet, wait until it's there or think about what you just are passionate about. And if you're passionate about business and making money, maybe you can give back to a young leaders society or something, you know, like, yeah, I really like the call to action at the end of that. Cause I mean, really it is, it's, we, we would hope that everybody would kind of like have an awakening of like, this is what's important to me. And maybe this is a way that I can be genuinely interested in giving back in some way, shape or form. So yes, I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. This was so fun. Thanks for having me. For show notes and resources mentioned on today's episode, head to so here's the thing podcast.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love to read your review on iTunes. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode.